Hello, beautiful people. I go by the name of V. George Smith. You're now rocking with the bless. It's the Hello, Beautiful People podcast. Yeah, I feel like talking a little bit to start it up. What's going on, people? I feel Hello, good. People. Feel great. How y'all feel? Thank you so much for tuning in. All right, I got to stop. Y'all not going to stop me? Oh, it's your show. Keep going. Yeah, I was gonna let you keep going. <laughs> I want, I want to stop you at blessed, but go on. You know what? That that's how I started my. That's how I started my first first mixtape. My very first mixtape. I thought I was killing it with that line, you know, because I felt like if I was saying you was rocking with the best, that would be too much. But then I was like, you are now rocking with the blessed. And then do we put that effect on that junk? So it was like bless, 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 bless. There was fire. No? And we see why it was a mixtape. Whoa, wait a minute. What are you doing, man? (laughs) (laughs) You talking about my art now, (laughs) cuz? Yo. Yo. Five minutes in. Bro, he stay violating, yo. Oh man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm good. He's not good. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to a brand new episode of the podcast. We appreciate you for lending your ears to our voices for another week. This is episode 23, the MJ episode. This will have nothing to do with Michael Jordan, though. No. Just want to throw that out there, besides the number. But we got, as you heard already, we got Corey Reed here. You're just big pun tonight, huh? Hey, but I'm bum. I can be corny too, nigga. <sighs> yeah, you, you're effective at that right there. I'll tell you that. Anyway, we got Richard Martin here. What's going on, fan fan? Yo, I'm good. I'm just, I'm, it feels like it's going to be one of those nights. I don't know who's going to say what. I don't know how it's going to be taken. And, um, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit back and watch you two go at it. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. What was that? Hey, hey, hey. King Kong Punny. Be a man. Be a man. Grow up. Don't do that. No, I, see, that's one thing I refuse to do. Growing up, that's just not on the agenda. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Listen, people. Um, I have some breaking news. I didn't share this with the fellas at all. Um, and um, I wanted to break this news right here on the podcast in front of everybody. Um, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden has won the presidency of the United States for the 879th time. That's breaking news from the Hello Beautiful People podcast. Joe Biden has won the election for the 988th time. How do you guys feel about Joe Biden winning the election for the 1,354th time? 
don't think I've ever seen a president presidential candidate have to go through so much just to win. Because your candidate just refused to lose. Like, like he put he put so much energy into not losing just to lose anyway, which is funny. You know what? So, I, you know what? I see a lot of Trump and Corio. You know how like Trump keep looking like Bar Bar resigned, whatever, got fired. I feel like Corey would be like a Trump like president. How you feel about that, Corey? Do you feel like you would be great. a Trump? I feel great. Party? I feel great. Yep, that'd be me. Also, now you just you just not gonna be offended and just receive it and walk on. Is that what we're doing? I'm turning the other cheek. That's what nah, the good man, book told that's me not to what the people, turn nah, the, people that, the people that write this five stars and subscribe for you to be all all all, all pacifists. Rich, the time for a new segment. Let's see if we can piss George off. I see what see? this is. You see what it is, right, Rich? Right? He's being Rich. You ready for this word? He's being duplicitous. <laughs> Nigga, using that SAT toilet paper today, Come on, baby. Man, talk to me. Talk to me nice. This, this, is, this is the only show within segments within segments. Like, what is George going to use for a word today? How is Corey going to take over George's show? Um. Yeah, Bro, you, know, you know what it is, Rich? It's from being on Clubhouse too much. Too much tacky host. Let me tell you something, man. Now, I've had a better week on I've had a better week on Clubhouse this week. This week was phenomenal. Um, let's start off, Rich. We gotta share about Flower Bomb. Flower Bomb. Yes, the Jasmine, yes. the Jasmine Sullivan Appreciation Service. So there's real, there's this really dope room on um there's this really dope room on Clubhouse, and I don't want to get her name wrong. So let me check my mentions because I definitely added her name is Morgan Rhodes. She's not all the way like there's other people responsible, but like she was like the head um, moderator. Man, let me tell you something. I got in this room. They invited me up to speak and normally I'm like nah I don't want to be on the stage but they were playing they had a Jasmine Sullivan appreciation service <coughs> excuse me my throat is dry I'm straight I don't <laughs> so, let me take a sip of this water okay so they invited us up to the stage pretty much they played music from Jasmine Sullivan for about two and a half hours two-minute snippets, and they also added in some, like, kind words about her. They also added in some, like, little, like, um, never-heard-before clips. When I tell you that room was so fire, it was so dope. Um, Rich set the room on fire by um, requesting um, resentment. The Jasmine Sullivan resentment. So how the room? So let me let me go back. How the room works is basically, 
they give everybody a chance to pick a song from the person's catalog, whether it be something from an album or something from, you know, YouTube that might have been unreleased. So they have a DJ, they have a selector, and he's just the one that's playing the songs, right? So basically, whoever picks the song, that song gets knocked off the list. So say if I came in and I was like Lions, Tigers, and Bears. So I was like, all right, boom. Lions, Tigers, and Bears can't be picked again. I think the, the song I picked, the song I picked was Love You Long Time by Jasmine Sullivan because the song that I was ready to pick, the person that went before me picked my song. I was really sitting on... I was sitting on three songs, Rich. I was sitting on Masterpiece. Yeah. I was sitting on I was sitting on Masterpiece. Um, I was sitting on Built for Love with PJ Morton. Uh -huh. And and then I was like, listen, if they if they keep on going, because they were picking a lot of slow jams. So I was like, if they keep on going with all these slow jams, I'm gonna pick Love You Long Time. So then when they got down to me, I was like, boom, I'm going to pick Masterpiece. Girl before me picked Masterpiece. So I was like, all right, boom, no problem. Pick Love You Long Time because Jasmine is going off on that song and it's upbeat. So I was like, this is going to rock out. But man, when that boy Rich got up there and picked that resentment, whole room went crazy. Like, I mean, and a lot of people hadn't heard it before, right? Right, Rich? Like a, a lot of people hadn't heard that version. They didn't know that. They didn't know that. Um, who's it? Victoria Beckham had a version, and Beyonce had a version as well. Yeah, Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. It's Victoria's song, mm -hmm. and uh, Jasmine covered it. And then you know Beyonce uh, ended up recording it much, much later. Right. But you know the consensus is is that Jasmine really killed that song. And people like to people like to say that like that's what got Beyonce the cold, like super 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 like in on that with the arrangers and things like that. So it was like, you know, I you I said I said why I picked it because you know they gave you the time to like explain like why you like this song or yeah what what does it mean to you or whatever. And so like when you listen to it and you hear the runs and you hear the like the texture of her voice and all of that, yo, it is, it is like, I don't know why anybody hasn't like, and, and maybe they have, they probably like burned that straight off of her YouTube and it's on a playlist somewhere because that song was so solid. And you see the reactions. Once it was over, they say, Rich tried to kill us. I was like, no, it's a yeah. They was like, oh no, you trying to kill us in here. That's what you trying to do. You try to send us to high heaven today, nigga. Right. And I mean, listen, man, like all the pot, like it was just like a lot of positivity in that room. Was it no big words? Rich, am I bugging? <laughs> but there were no big I words. Mute, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, I need that laughter, bro. You can't mute the laughter. Listen, no, no, one thing Clubhouse is better if you've been on Clubhouse for a minute, these jokers love them a big word. Oh, like, they, they, they will use every bit of their degree in, that, in them Clubhouses. They look, oh. I learned the word colloquialism, and I'm going to use it. Toxicity, 
colloquialism. Um, I heard one today and I should have wrote it down, yo. It was like a combination of words. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Like, that green one took me out, that was George was like, hey, everybody, what's green like? Yeah, like, oh, so the gaslight light, 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 light. Listen, I had to like, I, I was in one room and like they were talking about gaslighting and I was like, okay, um, let me go ask my smart friends. And I just went to the group chat. I'm like, hey guys, what does gaslighting mean? <laughs> so I needed to get that information from people. But um, at the end of the day, it's been like a, it's been a positive, it's been a positive week for me. On the good old clubhouse, there's more people joining the church as it the church is increasing. It was in some great rooms this week. Um, some really nice people in there. You you literally just have to treat it like any other social media platform. You you take the good and then you take the bad and you run with the good, you know. And at the end of the day, if something's not for you, you just leave quietly, you know. <laughs> I mean that that's pretty much the way it is. So I could I could definitely see it growing. There's some great people up there. Um there's some people up there that um um shout out to the people that actually subscribe to the podcast from being on Clubhouse. So shout out to Tania specifically in Atlanta, Georgia. She subscribed to the podcast and um she's a great cook. She has a YouTube page. Um y'all should check her out. I need to give that information up or whatever, but like her and James was trading, um, cooking the Bishop James, of course, was trading, hey, cooking t- man, trading cooking tips back, back and forth, talking about grub and all that stuff. And I'm like, man, y'all are in the zone. So hold on, let me get her. Um, here it is. Her name is Tania Johnson, and the YouTube page is. Cooking like Madeir. So it's cooking like Madeir, not Madeir. So it's Madeir with an R on the end of it. So cooking like Madeir. It's the youth. So subscribe to her YouTube page, cooking like Madeir. M A D E A R. So that's a quick shout out for you, Tania. Hope you're listening so you can hear your shout out. Boom. Love. Love is love. <laughs> So, um, I wanted to get into some topics and whatnot, but I wanted to ask this. Let me ask this before we get into the the actual topics of the show. I got a question here that I, I pretty much had for a while. I've been holding on to because we've had we've been having so much to talk about recently on the pod. So it's like it's it's cool when you could just reach in the bag and grab something. But here's a question for you, Rich. What's one item you didn't realize was expensive until you became adult? One, one item you didn't realize was so expensive until you became an adult. Like anything? Anything. Anything. 
many things that I realized was expensive when I became an adult. Um, you know, there's, there's so many things running in my head, like car insurance, groceries, the electric bill, like, like, um, I guess right now, for me, right now, as of right now, the, the most expensive thing I would say is my car right now. Like, the rent is mm-hmm. one thing, you know, but, uh, actually, no. The rent. The rent. <laughs> yeah, it just, I just put it all in perspective. Like, the rent is the most expensive thing, and I'm like, yeah, we got to do this every month. <laughs> every single you know, month. Every every single month for however long the lease is. And God forbid you miss a month and he's like, Oh, you broke the lease. Uh uh, uh yeah, we we gonna evict you. What you, you know <laughs> thank thank God it ain't happened to, like with us, but it's it's just one of those things where like George, I remember you could get a one bedroom apartment for like seven hundred. Right. Now one bedroom is like almost two thousand dollars in certain places, and you're paying at least a buck, like fifteen hundred, for a studio. Mm-hmm. And the studio used to be about five or six, so it's like, yeah, that that rent is a is a is a curse word. That's what it is. <laughs> he said the rent is a curse word. That's funny. Um, I would. I, I. I was like, I hope he don't say card because that's mine, man. Ain't nobody tell me nothing. Especially if it's a new one, man. And let's not even talk about the car tax part of it, like. And the insurance and like, goodness gracious, man! Oh, that that liability ain't the same as when you got a new car. You got to get insurance, insurance. Right, you got to get full. Like that junk is absolutely no freaking joke. Nope. No joke at all. Um, I just didn't know like. Like, wait, I got to pay the city for my car? This is my car. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, I paid I pay tax when I got it for the dealership. Like, why I got to pay tax again? Right. And then why on the, and why on the commercial, y'all said it was going to be like three, 300 a month. <laughs> But I got I got this bank I got this bank telling me I got to give them four hundred dollars a month for like four years. Like what what are y'all doing? And then they don't let that sneaky interest get you know kick in with that too. Man, when they bring you that when they bring you that doggone um, paperwork. Yeah. Where you seeing how much interest you're paying? Like, yeah. 
Like, man, I take. Sometimes I'll be looking at people with two cars. Like, why do you do that? Man, and the the sickest part about it is, the sickest part the sickest part about the whole car thing to me, and this is just, this is just sick. It depreciates ten percent as soon as you drive it off the lot. So if a car is $30,000, you lose three G's as soon as it hits the street? A whole tithe, bro? (laughs) Yeah. You know how gangster that is? Yeah. But you know what's bad when you have to compare it, like if you want to do some laser stuff like, oh, PS5 is coming out. Wait a minute. The PS5 is just the same amount as my car famous. So you start really thinking about it like, hmm. Bro. That, that PS5 can wait. Like, it's so funny that you said that because, like, when all the hubbub was going around around the pre-order and it's about to drop, and I was like, "I'm, I'm getting mine, I'm getting mine." Like, yeah, he was capping, talking all that junk, and that junk came out. It was like, nah, you still got mortgage, you still got car, like you still your, your daughter's still in college, your son is still in high school, like, um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wait. I'm gonna have to give it a second. I'm like, like, yo, get it, get it now, or uh, yo, my boy got it right now, yo. You just gotta give him like two hundred extra. I'm like, oh no, he's gonna keep that. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> I got a friend. I got a friend. He's a drummer. His name is Eli. He sold a PS5 for eight fifty. Whoa! Like, sold it. Yeah, he has um, he has Xbox. He just he got he he had he he bought he wanted both systems, so he got both systems. But I guess he prefers Xbox. Uh-huh. So instead of just having both systems, it ended up because you know when you get both systems, you have to pay for the internet for each of them and that's sixty dollars a piece so imagine spending a g for both systems and then spending the sixty dollars a year just to play online so he made up in his mind like listen i only need one of these and i just paid 500 for it he said he talked to the dude offered it to him for 900 the dude said 850 and he was like smooth walked off with a clear 350 profit Hmm. So like a lot of these people are buying and the majority of the reason why there's like no PS5s available is because these people are just reselling. All these people don't play all these people don't play video games. Nah. It's like the people who buy the Jordans and resell them so this has become a thing thing now. Yeah. That's why the what's it the kicks app? That's what it's called. Yeah. 
People can't get no kicks off the kicks app. <laughs> Listen, if it ain't your standard like app that you could buy stuff off, I am not. I'm, I will not participate because that is a, that is a setup. Absolutely not. I don't want it. Nah. Not 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 in the least bit. No, not at all. But are you getting it? I'm gonna get it eventually. Eventually it's gonna happen. Right. Eventually it's gonna happen. I pretty I previously um I previously had Xbox. But um uh-huh. I previously had Xbox, but um I'm switching over to PS5 because a lot of my family are on that on that on that um game and like Trey wants Trey wants to go to PlayStation as well. So I'm gonna take care of the little I'm take care of the boy and we're gonna switch over. I already know it's pretty much gonna be his system though. Got it. <laughs> he's already been like strong arming me. <laughs> And making sure I get that, I get. I'm making sure I do the the actual switch because he's been wanting to switch for a very long time. Because we we got a lot of we got a lot of family on, on that system. So, but am I spending an extra? Am, no, 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 no. No, I want them people that bought like the three, four PS fives to have them in their in their house collecting dust. Until 2025, at least. <laughs> I don't like when people do that kind of stuff, man. That junk is greedy to me. I mean, I know we live in a capitalist society, but come on, man. People just want to play a daggone video game. No, I'm going to buy four, and I'm going I'm to sell the other three. Man, jerk. Junk is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. If if I so happen to like like fall on the bread to do something like that, I mean, yeah, but like a thousand dollars, like I mean, check eBay. Like, just look at eBay right now. Like, there's a lot of crazy people making some money. Wait, so how much is the base price for it without resale? Resale, it's without resale, it's four ninety nine, and there's a version. That's um discless. That's that's just digital. That's three ninety nine. So you can get one for four hundred, or you can get one for five hundred. So the four hundred one, you can just pretty much download your games from the internet and all that. Yes, that's- yes. Okay. So like people are still selling those for like nine hundred, which is crazy. It's crazy talk. <laughs> You're insane. You're talking madness right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's madness. Absolutely, that's madness. Never, never, ever. No, sir. Not me. Do you ever think you you become that guy? Like, remember how it used to be? Like, even though you couldn't afford it, you just wanted to be with everybody else whenever they got something that was hot, like the new kicks, the new J's, the new PS5, and all that other stuff. Now we've officially become them dudes that just be like, "Yeah, I'll wait." Yo, I'll I'll wait. It might be on sale when I finally get it, but I'll wait. I'm so comfortable in this I'll wait state, yo. 
it 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 helps to be it helps to not be pressed no more. Oh yeah. It sure. helps to not be pressed. I'm gonna tell you a funny story. Like when the Xbox One came out, I left <laughs> I left I left church to go get it. <laughs> it was a su- it was a Sunday yeah. morning. <laughs> Yo, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it was it was it was a Sunday morning. And like I just finished playing. Now, mind you, I go to Jamaican church. We don't we don't back up preachers in Jamaican church. Jamaican oh. church preachers just preach, and they be done. Right. So, um, prayed, played praise and worship, played for offering. You know what I'm saying? Played both, played those services, and then the preacher went up. And then right before the preacher got up, I got the notification on my phone that Best Buy had the Xbox One, but you had to go right now. So I just told my cousin, I was like, yo, I gotta go. <laughs> then I told I gotta go. And then like Charmaine was nowhere near me. So I felt like if Charmaine was closer to me, if wifey was closer to me, she probably would have stopped me. But like I went out the back door and I told her, I was like, I'll be right back. And then she was like, what? And like, you know, you like you talking to somebody that's far off and you just mouthing something to them. I'll be right back. So I was like, I'll be right back. And I left and I went to Best Buy and I stood in line, got that junk, put that junk in the trunk, came back and church was over. <laughs> came back and church was over. So it wasn't like I left for the whole service, but I definitely left. And you know, I definitely missed that sermon that week. <laughs> to go get that xbox so um that was like um shoot that was like six seven years ago probably yeah you trash for that (laughs) i'm trash though i mean (laughs) let me tell you something dog i felt so good Yo, you ain't care nothing about those people's Holy Ghost. You just gonna leave Listen. the music part empty. <laughs> no keys, no nothing. You just out. What I love about my cousin is he's an established musician in his own right. And he would and that 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 was the stage where he was like just learning and like, well, not just learning. I I take that back. He was like coming into his own, being able to play anything. Like that nigga now, he could play. Drums, bass, guitar, keyboard, like anything. Dude was a jukebox. <laughs> but like, I was just like, yo, I'll be right back. And I had to go get it. I had to go get it. But I'm so, I'm not there no more. And I'm glad about it. So not pressed at all, at all. Feels good not to be pressed no more. Where they said, what it, I, I believe they called it, um, grizzled old vets now. Now you might as well call me wrinkled because I'm not pressed. Not pressed no more. Wrinkled on me. But I mean, for those that are, there's no knocking them because people like really enjoy, people definitely enjoy um, those type of things and let people enjoy what they enjoy. It is what it is. Um... Well, I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about first tries. 
because um I can't <laughs> I'm trying to remember why I wanted to talk about it. I just made sure like anytime I get an idea for the show, I write it down and I put it in my the notes section of my phone and I'm just like, all right. The reasoning for this, I don't remember. But as being this old dude that I mean, it's not even being about being old. It's just that listen, get listen. to the point, George. Come on, George, shut up. When you're a creative, whenever you get something that pops in your head, you should always try to note it down. Always try to note it down. Do not believe any of these gospel artists that tell you God gave me this song in the shower. And here it is, and it's a 10-minute song. They're lying. No, they wrote it. <laughs> but I got this idea, and I wanted to ask the guys about... <laughs> I was waiting on Rich to laugh at that one. Like, God gave me. God gave me. I, I was in the like, bathroom, you know, the water represents the Holy Spirit. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> like where'd you write the song on the soap? Like, stop lying, bro. Like, gosh. Like I work for the I work for the electric company and I was on top of the pole and God gave me this like shut up <laughs> or or it got or it's like some near tragic accident and then here comes this song out of nowhere right it came into my spirit as I'm almost crashing into this car while I was in the hallway of the emergency room God gave me this song like really yeah really no you wrote the song relax. <laughs> Oh, Corey, why why we got you here? Why are you back? What's one item you didn't realize was expensive until you became an adult? Groceries, period. (laughs) (laughs) Greedy dude. He's a greedy dude. Groceries. When you go, when you're younger, you think it's oh man, we we lit. Father come in with the bags. You like, oh nah, we we eat, we we good. As an adult, you realize what you spend on groceries, you like, how did you need to go through that much juice in a week? <laughs> that's my that's my measure to buying uh going grocery shopping again. When the juice is gone, that means I gotta go back. I don't care what else is there. <laughs> is the juice done? They even say the milk. Nah, I was the juice because I, I milk we keep in the house. A lot. Juice is sporadic. So when the juice does go, that's when you know, all right, you niggas are thirsty in here. Right. You got a point, though. You got a point, though. You ever squeeze off a couple of them Capri Suns out of total disrespect for your kid? <laughs> <laughs> that's all like, good when you ain't got to pay for it when you're a kid. But when you're dope, you know, <laughs> George, my kids go through two things, two boxes of juice at a setting because, like, they forget they open one. So they just yeah. go in and re-up on, the, uh, on a juice. I'm like, fam, y'all better get these get these open ones. Stop stop looking for a new one. Get these open ones. Wait a minute, Corey. When you, when you, when you grocery shop now, do you find yourself looking at other brands that are not as expensive as the ones you usually get? Man. Nah, man, I shop on a, I'm a discount shopper. If I look right through the circular, and whatever ain't on sale, we ain't getting that time. We, 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 come, <laughs> we come back, we come back when it's on sale. We, I, nah, I'm, I'm not the, 
let me get the, the shop right brand or the, the stop and shop brand. Nah, man, I, I need my name brands. So you don't like, you, you, you know, go get you know, these fruit rings. That's what you go right, get. Right, right. He's like, we ain't got no fruit loops, we got fruit holes. <laughs> we won't be having fruit loops this week if that's what if it boils down to it. And fruit loops ain't on sale. And and uh raisin bran is, guess what? If you niggas don't eat raisin bran, you just ain't gonna be eating cereal that week. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> said, we don't got rice krispies, we got rice and peas krispies this Dang. week. Sugar loops. That, that's you want you want fruit loops? They want on sale, you got sugar loops. So we got the, we got count chocolate? No, we got count blackula this week. <laughs> it's just as chocolatey. You're getting something like it. This is your something like it grocery list. But nah, like all of the things we said, like groceries, man, it's just something about I remember going up and down them aisles when, like, when I first got married. It was just like, yeah, grab that. Get that. Get that there. Right. Whatever we need. Boom. Let's get that. Man. A hundred and what? Like, we we went for uh, marinara sauce yesterday. Just yesterday. Mm. For marinara sauce. A hundred and fifteen dollars later. <laughs> Yo, man. For marinara sauce. And that's the in and out job. Go in, get the marinara, go to register, cash out. Nope. Got a shopping cart. I'm the worst person to go shopping. It's not my wife. It's like I, I'll, uh, I'm a habitual snacker. So I'll be like, oh, let me, the chips on sale? Two for five? Let me throw oh. these in here. Edelman's on sale? Let me get some of these right here. Yeah, so I, I'm that guy. I'm the I'm the worst person. It's not her. It's me. What's your favorite snack? That. What's your favorite snack, though? It depends because I get tired of stuff really, really quick, and that's the problem. All right, All right let's get more specific. What's your favorite chip? If you had to pick a chip, Ooh. that also depends on the mood. Like I said, because I get I get over stuff really, really fast. Right now. I'm on a uh, sour cream and onion ruffles kick. Mm-hmm. But once that's over, then it's going to go back to Doritos, which is my go-to. And, like, sometimes I'll jump out of there and try, like, a, a spicy chip because I like spicy stuff. So, like, I'm a sucker. If, it's, if jalapenos on a bag, I'm going to try it, nigga. All right, bro. All right. You got me. <laughs> you got me. Rich, your favorite chip. Shout out to Kevin Ginyard. Man, <laughs> I see what you did. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot! Favorite chip? I'm like simple, so I would, I would. No, actually, no, because I got several. I would either do Lay's plain, Lay's barbecue, or Lay's sour cream. And outside of that, I'll do Doritos. I stay with I stay within them lines. Now, if you want to talk about cookies, it's either gonna be um, Chips Ahoy or Oreos. Mm. Y'all never yeah, mess I'm... with the y'all never mess with the Cape Cod chips. <laughs> what? Cape Cape Cod. 
Oh, oh, the kettle chip joints. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the spicy jalapeno, nigga. I just told you. If you got a jalapeno on the back. Nah, bum that, bro. Cape cod, cracked pepper, and sea salt. Yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot, but yeah. Hold up. Hold up. I'm not even, I need to be, I need to get right. Like, hold on. I need to celebrate this thing all the way. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Crack pepper and sea salt. Are you crack pepper and sea salt? Them cake cod chips. And you got and you got to buy them correctly, or they will de- they will destroy. They will you, annihilate the roof of your mouth. Annihilate. You feel like, you got, you feel like you've been stabbed. That's not that's not that's not that's not cool at all. Listen, but them things, as as the young people say, them joints is busting. <laughs> right, right. And I'm, I will never say that. <laughs> Whatever you use that term. Uh, you know what else I like? <laughs> what else, bro? I was a hostess. I was a hostess cake dude. So I I, I used to like the um, orange um, cupcakes that they had. Great. I was a host of Cinnabon guy. It was for me. It was the Cinnabons. The ice, though, not the ones with the ice, and not the non-ice Cinnabons. The ones with the ice. Wait, hostess. you talking about honey buns? What I said, Cinnabons. Yeah, honey buns. The hostess honey buns with the icing. Listen, honey buns made you feel like you was hood rich, yo. It was something. Yeah. It was something different going to the corner store. And have it enough to get a honey bun, bro. Yeah, you remember that feeling, like, yo? It's like, it's like a, you, you a different type of dude when you see somebody eating a honey bun. It's like, oh, nah, you. It's almost like you had class or something. Like, yeah, like, it's like, yo, oh, honey bun was and like the moet. Mo- honey yeah. bun was the moet of the corner store, bro. <laughs> And everybody would eat it would always eat it with it halfway out the bag. They would never yes. take it all the way out. Hanging halfway yeah. out the bag like a hash brown. So I had to can, I, can, I, can I tell you how uh, I thought I was so, like I thought I was big time because all the movie and TVs I watched. I used to run in the corner store. I used to grab honey buns and tell Poppy uh, behind the register. Same store. I go in there every day and be like, "Yo, put this on my tab, fam." Ah. Wow. My mom, my mom, my mom said one day I she, I came back with a bag of chips and she was like, how did you get these chips? You didn't get no money. So she walked me to the store and a guy was like, no, he does this every day. He just tells me to put it on his tab. And shout out to Poppy who never charged me, but made me feel like I had a tag. So <laughs> That's love. Shout out to Poppy. Poppy always look out though. Always. They're not that nice in Connecticut. Absolutely not. Like that was sixty nine cents. That was sixty nine cents, and you had to it run depends. that. It depends, what, it, it depends what hood you in, because some hood they keep messing with Poppy. Poppy ain't gonna look out for nobody, and he probably gonna jack up the price. Like that can max say fifty nine cents. It's gonna be a dollar twenty when he finished. It hurt my goddamn heart when he uh he sold the store. He sold the store. Hurt my heart. Goddamn. Oh no. 
when he sold, I walked in and saw the new owners. I was like, oh, no. no. Does that mean you had to go to that other store that they had but one um, loaf of bread on the show? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, y'all clearly sold drugs out of this store. My guy stayed in the hood until we moved, so I forgot his name, but God bless him. But, But... Let's go back to this little idea that I had. Cause that cause cause Corey got me thinking about honey buns, and that's just not <laughs> where I need to be right now because I feel like I feel like if I do leave the house tomorrow, because I'm still I don't I don't know about the rest of y'all, but um I'm I know the rest of the world ain't, but I'm still quarantined. <laughs> but if I leave the house tomorrow, I'm gonna be like, oh. Uh, when you go to the grocery store before you check out, get, give me a honey bun, please. It's been on my mind. <laughs> but why does it gotta sound like you like you doing something you ain't supposed to do? Because I'm doing something. I ain't supposed to be eating no honey buns, Rich. You know how much water I drank today? Heavenly Father. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing. Butt water, fam. Oh my goodness. I have no business eating no honey bun <laughs> at all. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> but um, I was thinking about, I remember now why I was thinking about first tries because I was thinking about, I want to go over these first tries with y'all and like y'all let me know <laughs> how it went for y'all. How was your first attempt at getting your driver's license? Oh, I passed because my aunt worked at the DMV. <laughs> oh, see, people like you. Yeah, man, get out of here with that. My aunt worked at the DMV. Oh, no. Nah, Can, like, oh, oh, Can we report that? Nah, nah, some real stuff, though. She, she, all she really did was get us the appointment to take the test. We still had to pass it. So I, it was, it was bad because, like, the test had, like, um, Different different questions on it than the book that we use. So like, oh no, yeah, like I almost didn't pass because the book didn't tell us how many points you lose for violations. And so when the question came up, I was like, oh shoot. But luckily, luckily enough, I answered enough right to pass. And so I just, you know, the driving part was the easy part, but that test was like, because um, <laughs> I ain't gonna say who my cousin was. But a few of my cousins had to come back and take that test at least three times. So to get it on the first try, I was like, bet. So then, man, I took my test to Norwalk. I didn't take it to Bridgeport either. Mm. And Norwalk, it was like, all right, I'm used to Bridgeport. I don't know where this dude about to take me. And so I'm going around these back hills. And he didn't he didn't care. He was just like, hey, man, this, I know you can drive. Just drive. And um, it was funny because George, I you, you I don't know if you remember these cars, but you remember the Daewoo's? Yes. Yeah, that's like <laughs> my grandmother let me use her car to um, to take my test. So, yep, went pretty good for me first time around. Yeah, I failed mine first time. I ain't got that. I ain't got a rich story. I failed mine. All right. I was in the New York. You're in New York. I don't drive in New York, y'all. 
No, see, so you know the crazy part is, I took like I am a I was a good driver before I took the test. Dude took me to the Bronx to take my test, and I vowed that I would never drive in the Bronx again because he took me on this road that like it started out as a two way, but at the very tail end it breaks off into a one way if you're not paying attention. And he told me I endangered his life because I didn't turn in time. I'm like, nigga, it was two ways when we when we drove up the hill. How how am I supposed to know it's gonna split into a one way at a certain point in uh, in a road? Failed it. Yeah. I had to take it again. So I would be <laughs> petrified trying to take my driving test in New York. That is trauma. It it, it gave me uh, great lessons in parallel parking and uh, some other ways of driving around. If you can drive in New York, you can drive anywhere. That's what they said. All um, right. I, I don't feel as much pressure because I I failed I failed mine. I didn't get mine to my third try. For the first time I took it, I was as nervous. Uh, I can't I can't even explain to you how nervous I was, yo. I was so nervous. So it was pretty much obvious I was messing up. I think they made me park the one I had to. The one I passed, they didn't make me parallel park or nothing like that. He kind of treated me like your um, your instructor treated you, Rich. He was pretty much like, yeah, I know you can drive. The funniest one was my second time taking a test because everything went smooth. I'm sitting there driving, and I'm like, yo, I got it in the bag. I had to make one more turn, and I hit the curb with the back wheel. My last turn, hit the curb with the back wheel. Dude failed me off of that, yo. Man, I wanted to suplex that dude. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was talking to him like a fiend. I was like, come on, baby. Yo, it's me. Come on, baby. That, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, you know, like my my first, the, I failed because I thought I feel like I was trying to be sneaky. I was trying to uh, get my license behind my father's back and surprise him without knowing. Ended mm. up failing, and when I told him I failed, he ended up taking me to get my road test, and I passed when I went with him. But I'm like, fam, like this is supposed to be a surprise. I was supposed to be surprising you. You ain't supposed to be here when I get my license. But yeah, failed without him. He took me, and I passed. Dang. All right, I'm trying to think of another first. Do you remember the first time, the first time you had to speak in front of the church? Yep. All right, no, scratch that, because everybody didn't have to speak. Do you remember the, all right, let's do this. The first time you had to, all right, I'll say play an instrument and or speak in front of the church. Yeah, I told a joke my first time speaking. I was mad young, and we was doing a pageant. And my, I told my mother all day I wanted to tell a joke, and she was like, no, no, no. Like, she got mad at me. So I was crying right before we went on stage, and my grandma was like, if you don't let that boy tell a joke, it was a room full of people. I told a joke, and my mother like had to egg the audience on to laugh, and I thought it was mm. the funniest joke in the world my cousin told me. And I guess nobody else thought so. She was like, my mom was like, 
you can see on a video going ha 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 for the audience to laugh. I'm like, fam. Oh no. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. I think the first time, you know, it was funny because our church used to do these, um, like, services where the kids would be in charge. So the kids would lead praise and worship, take the offering, and then the older kids would do the uh, speaking. So it would be a topic service. And I had to do one of them. And, um... I wasn't too nervous because there weren't a lot of adults there and I knew them. So it wasn't like we had like this big church. We just had this family church. And um, quite frankly, when the kids got up to do everything, that was half the congregation gone. So I was pretty much preaching to nobody. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, was, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, let me just read these notes and set my tail on down. You know, so, uh, you know, try to get up on out of there. And Uncle's like, oh, y'all did good. Future preachers. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I did this because you told me to. Don't set <laughs> me up. <laughs> My first like, like time. You. Go ahead, go ahead, Rich. I'm sorry, I thought you was. Oh, nah, I was saying, like, you know, my idea, like, preachers at that time was like all they did was just dress up every day and I was like nah I like sneakers so don't, <laughs> don't try to <laughs> that was it go ahead bro so my first time playing because I really don't remember the first time I'd like spoke in church like it was pretty much like we used to have like youth nights and stuff like that so I remember that kind of stuff but I I always remember the first time I played in church Cause it was way before I ever took a lesson. My grandfather pretty much like he had an organ at the crib. So I had to practice on the organ in the crib. I don't know. I think I was probably like, shoot, six or seven. All right. Yeah. Around there. And I had to sing and play at the same time. What? You want CJ Morton? Listen, I was V. George Morton. <laughs> but man, I had to sing a little song called No Man is an Island. That got to be your new, uh, your, your new tag. V. George Morton. Please. No, I'm, I'm never Please. doing that. I'm Please. never doing that. Absolutely Come not. on. <laughs> Absolutely not. Grammy nominated V. George Morton. <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? Oh, gosh. <laughs> be George Morton. Oh, I don't know if you sound like a singer or an attorney for him or something. <laughs> right. Go to V. George Morton. He will take care of you. Like, really? Don't let these people rip you off with these hidden fees. Call me George Martin. We'll set right. you straight. No, even worse. Even worse. I'll be one of them lawyers that be like, have you taken talcum powder? <laughs> did you did you did you get assist in your underarms by using talcum powder? If so, 
called V. George Morton and Associates. They <laughs> they'll get you. I'm the telling money. you, you got to change your name. You got to change your name. Yo. It has to be V. George Morton. Has to be. Has to be. Did you get a sore throat from drinking apple juice? If so. But was the was the grape juice at your communion spoiled? If so, sue your church right now. Call V. George Morton and Associate, and he'll take. Well, be no, so all your pain and suffering. Man, I had to sing a song called "No Man Is an Island." No man is an island. No man stands alone. Each man as my brother, each man as my friend. And those that know me know that I sing like a foot. So just imagine a six, seven, or eight-year-old singing like a much smaller foot. Hey, Man, I'll be right back, t- y'all. All right, cool. When I tell you the applause was so... What's the best way to put it? Non-existent? The program? Yeah, the fake applause. When I tell you that junk was light, <laughs> like that, that junk was so light, it was one of the reasons why people stopped going to church. <laughs> I would, I would have been, I'd have been one of those artists, man. I was, I tried to use my gift in church, and nobody received me. <laughs> so, so because of that. I became the R&B star I am today. Cause <laughs> that's, that's how V. George Morton is born. That's the story Listen, right there. George, this is gold. We're going with it. That's no, it. this is this We're is not gold. This is Cuban zirconia. It is not gold at all. Absolutely not. No way, no how. So that was the first time I did that. And then, oh, and the first time I actually played after getting lessons was my uncle just being like, um, aren't you getting organ lessons? I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, go play then. And then boom. <laughs> well, there you go. Sometimes you just need a, you need a push. Man, I, I had I, no business playing, but go ahead. I remember uh, that's how uh, our uh, drummer that we had been paying for a while lost his gig because my mother was championing for uh, Josh Kitt to play. She was like, Bishop, let him play. Let's just let him play. Played one Sunday, and that was the last time that, that I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that boy good. He got on a set. Good and terrible. I was like, let's oh. let him play. She valley for, valet for him for a while. The moment he got on, it was like, oh, yeah, all right. We know who the new, we know who the new drum is. Thank you for your services. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> dump, some, dump some cold switches, boy. I'm trying to tell you, like that's why I've been I've been trying to bow out gracefully for my church for a minute. Like I was trying to let let the young boys just take it over. I'm like oh, yeah, I got it. And then one of the one of the kids from my church got a um got his girl pregnant, and um got sat down expeditiously. And my mother was like, "Come on out of that back room." Yeah, no, no, you got it, George. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on out of that sound room. I was like, oh, gosh. I was just relaxing in the sound room, doing absolutely nothing. Loving it. But then, um, I'm trying to think. 
That's my ministry. Sound. That's that's me all day. <laughs> put me in the put me in the back with, with the, the soundboard. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm good at it, but that's all I wanted to do. Like, let me be the guy that runs the mics, like do the sta- do the back backstairs. Like, let me be the guy on the board. Just don't have me usher. Just don't have me do nothing else. I just want to be on the soundboard. And the, you know what's funny now? <laughs> That's exactly what Trey's doing. Good call, Trey. Trey's Good doing Good call. The, like the media stuff for the, the slides and the and the sound. So he's back there doing it, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Don't like, let me do nothing. Everybody wants him to play an instrument, but I'm like, we we only got so many. Like, what y'all want him to do? Everybody, it's only one drum set. What y'all, what, what, what are we gonna do? So maybe let's play a mean triangle. <laughs> Turn up on the percussions. Turn up on the percussions. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I, I tried my I tried my hand at uh being a percussionist, and yeah, it didn't work too well because uh, like what I thought I was doing wasn't what I saw other people doing. So, yeah. You got to know your ministry, Doc. I'm just trying to tell you. You got to know your ministry. Man, I want to be a percussionist so bad. I want to be a percussionist so bad. It's all, it's all, the, it's all, the, all the benefits of the drummer without the stress, bro. <laughs> Listen, I ain't get good at the drums until my mother became a pastor. By then, it was like, if you don't play this song in one straight tune, and you try to do something else, or you try to hit a praise break, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, don't, don't, don't get fancy, cause I will, you will, I will lose you. I will destroy every spirit you feel in here. <laughs> Yo, I, so I, 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 ain't, I ain't about to fake like I got the Holy Ghost either. I'm going just, I'm to just give up. Like, oh, gosh. So when I finally got the hang of it, I'm like, hey, when's the next phrase break? Because I'm ready. Those used to be some stressful Sundays when you like, Yo, please don't shout. Cause like I remember, I, I I distinctly remember when I used to play before I got to my mom's church. I started off in my dad church, which was a much smaller church and had way more American people in it. So there used to be some shouting in there. Right. So, but it was like a learning. It was like a learning spot for me. So, it I didn't have the pressure of being in like a, a bigger church. So man, we used to we used to act up. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> like we, it's it's just something about when you you start off and you're doing something, and you think you're legit, and then when you grow and you learn more things about what you're doing, and then you look back and be like, man, I was in here making a whole bunch of noise. Or you go to one good shed and you realize, oh, I suck. Man. Left. You already know my story. I'll be in them sheds reacting all late. <laughs> I'll be in them. 
I'll be in them sheds. The people like, oh, I'm like, oh, what happened? What happened? What do you do? Uh, I don't treat sheds. You treat sheds like battle rap. I didn't get that bar, but I'm a scream. I didn't get it, but I'm just, yep, yeah, yeah. Absolutely just like that. That's funny. That is absolutely funny. So I have a, I have another um I have another question from from the clubhouse. I was in this clubhouse room and it was pretty much a fun room where they were just asking like they were asking a bunch of questions. Oh, oh wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I believe the bishop had just entered the foray, Bishop. God bless you. Good evening, beloveds. <laughs> Hello, your grace. We were discussing. I guess we could just run down everything with you, since we're who, here. Who, who's all in the house tonight? Oh, it's it's a, it's the fellas' forum tonight. We right. got Corey Hollywood Reed. We got Richard Martin and myself. All right, this is good, 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 good counsel. Yes, good counsel. Yes. So the first question was, what's one item? you didn't realize was expensive until you became an adult. One? Got to pick one. And I'll tell you what we've picked so far so you can pick something else. <laughs> okay. It's all the obvious ones. Rent slash mortgage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Car and groceries. Okay. I would like to add to that list. Women. Come on, man. It's a it's a perfect day to do that. Shout out to the ladies of the podcast. <laughs> wait, wait. Now I think about it. Y'all think that um Talisa be buying them kid heels because they half off? But do <laughs> I'm here all week. George. George. I'm here all week. I was about to say something real incriminating, but I'm tired and I'm cold, so I don't care. Listen, let me tell you what these these women do. <laughs> Talk about it. These women will spend your money. And my wife done found all my stashes, all of them. Every last stash I had. It's like it's like she's got a six cents. Smell <laughs> what money is. She's a prayer warrior. She knows where all your money. Come on, I saw, man. I saw her. <laughs> Rich and stupid. God, show me where the money is. Thank you, God. <sighs> I saw this scoundrel digging up <laughs> in my third room in the box. Pulled out a wad of paper. I said, baby, that's Monopoly money. It don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Put that red piece of paper down. It won't spin. Oh, These women will spend your money. They come up with all kinds of fantastical ways to spend money. Let me help you out, okay? If it's on sale for 70% off, but you buy seven of them. <laughs> We still just spent $300. What is wrong with you? 
Y'all, is this a safe place? I don't even care if it's safe or not. Okay, we're so, safe here. We're safe here. The week before th- the week of Thanksgiving, we are at the Walmart. And let me tell you something. Walmart is the devil. So we are at Walmart, and all of a sudden she gives me the little batted eye, and the voice gets all sweet. And she's talking about how she wants this flocked Christmas tree. Oh, man, I almost cussed right there. Let me calm myself down. This is not the cussing <laughs> podcast. I promised the Lord I wouldn't be a profane bishop. Oh, gosh. This wench told me it's on sale. The thing is $169. Okay. $169 for artificial tree that's flocked. Hold up. Where's your old tree at? Well, the old tree was kind of leaning. Um, it, it, it was leaning to the left a bit. And we used to have to like put paper underneath one of the legs to make it even. So it was about that time. I okay. understand that. You know, it, it uh, I understand. All right. But this tree is the same size as that one, and it's just got some white stuff on it. That's it. Okay. But mind you, we are there not to get a tree. We're there to shop for Thanksgiving dinner. The Thanksgiving dinner that got old by Saturday. <laughs> James, you, you missed earlier when I said I went into the grocery store yesterday for marinara sauce, and $119 later, yeah, so I feel you. Okay, $119, bro? Bro, I spent $450 in that store. Bro. Yeah! <laughs> Talk to me about some hundred nineteen. I wish I could have spent one hundred nineteen dollars. <laughs> Talk to me about one hundred nineteen dollars. <laughs> oh gosh, four hundred fifty dollars, and we didn't get everything out of that store. Uh, the hell! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm still hey, mad hey, about this. I'm still mad. Yes, we ate. We ate good for two and a half days, and then on Saturday, these old bougie monsters act like we can't eat no more ham. You'll get your black... Let me tell you something. Tell it. Tell it now, now is, is the, the day after Black Friday. She wants to hit up the mall. With what? The Monopoly money? <laughs> You gonna take that yellow tin and that cream? <laughs> oh my gosh! And they're gonna tell you, do not pass go, do not collect two hundred dollars. I was hot. She thought it was nothing. Now she fully expects me to get her a Louis purse. Has already dropped hints. Oh. Meanwhile, I'm trying to get a new fit because we got our Christmas program yesterday at the house of the Lord. We're trying to wear just some casual Christmas wear and I ain't worth $25. I got to settle for this cardigan sweater that's too big for me. Come on, man. Cook. Got me out here looking like Nate Morris from from Boys (laughs) to Men. (laughs) For $17.99. <laughs> and you want a Louis purse? Yeah. You want to give me some head? I don't want to hear this. 
open rebuke right now. Oh. Oh. George, did you just... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jane, did you just say what I think you said? Let it go. Let him cook. Let him go. Hold uh, on, man. Come on, they caught it right there. Get him. Get him. I'm with you. I'm with you. If they missed it, they missed it. Stop it. Yes, sir. My mind may change a little bit if the benevolence is good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> benevolence is, is always in order. Yes. In mm-hmm. in every season. Mm-hmm. But especially when I didn't drop the bill. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You already paid. Try- I'm up here trying to consolidate everything. We we're trying oh, to sell man. off everything, but we but it's all right to drop this money for y'all. <laughs> Got me in this cardigan sweater, looking like a bald headed Carlton in this thing. I don't even like this. <laughs> oh man! Seventeen ninety nine. I got to hurry up and buy it. Okay, all right, that's cool. They only got one left. Nigga, I don't want it. <laughs> oh, boy. But still, I rise. Amen. But still. But still. These women cost a lot. A whole lot. And if you're a woman and you listen to this, you're welcome. I cannot wait. Don't you sit up here and try to argue with this. I don't want to hear it. Because I got receipts. I literally, literally have receipts. got receipts. Literally. <laughs> he literally has receipts. This is great. I'm going to write a this book. Is... I'm going to write a book. Rich, Corey, George, I'm writing a book. And that book is called The Big Piece of Chicken. <laughs> that's all we get we don't get love that's a great sketch and I, it's going to be a great book too that's a great one we get the big piece of chicken no say that one that's for him that's what we get I literally got the big piece of chicken yesterday <laughs> after church I'm not kidding my wife hit my son on the hand and said say that piece that's for your dad that was my reward for dropping bills and wearing this $18 sweater. Oh, man. Was a big piece of chicken. I almost wanted Superman like out of my window. I'm sorry. Y'all caught me at the wrong time. I need to be no. up in it tomorrow. On Tuesday. I, specifically tomorrow morning. <laughs> Specifically, <laughs> at approximately six oh nine a.m. Yep. Oh my goodness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, no, wait, that's that is definitely not it. But I got. Well, for for those of you that are listening, if you could tell us, give us your feedback. What was one thing? One item you didn't realize was that expensive until you became an adult. We would sure love to hear your feedback because, man, my guys came in fired from marinara sauce causing costing one hundred nineteen dollars to how many bills, James? 
I want you want me. Let me, tell you, let me say something. No, Four hundred and fifty dollars in one store, and we still had to go to Target. That's and let me tell you what Target do. Target is the devil. Let me tell you what Target do. Target have them easy gliding wheels on their carts. Yeah. So you in there just coasting. Yeah. He's got a point. And it's so spacious and pleasant, and you don't even realize you got 37 things in your basket. Yeah. I almost cussed again. I sincerely need head at this particular point. Yeah. <laughs> he let that be known again. Ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know that James is married and the marriage bed is undefiled. Please. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just I'm talking to y'all. I'm just coming from the store because we got this old bougie dog that only eats a certain type of food. Man, if you don't get this bone and this cereal and start playing. I grew up, they gave the dog alphabets back in the day. They didn't buy this dog, no real dog food. Oh my gosh. Dog lived to be 100 years old. He may have had a limp, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, late at night in the cold, buying this bougie dog some soft food. And I got to buy an $18 sweater. Oh man. I'm a public figure, man. People see me. <laughs> Oh, two big sweaters. And you know them cardigan sweaters, they 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 swell up at the bottom. I'm out here looking like a green apple. All right. I'm out here looking four and a half months pregnant with this dog on sweater on. You I ain't even the, that thick. You had to do the flip under on the bottom. Got flipping under. <laughs> now it's got that loop at the bottom looking like a green bell. Fam. <laughs> Fam. It's going to disintegrate. Wow. Awful. I shouldn't have come on the show today. I'm sorry. Oh man, I'm trying to tell you my cardigan sweater knowledge just allotted me that one right there. I already know what that feels like, brother. You don't so, want it to cup your booty. You gotta sit over, you know what I'm saying? You know, out of here looking like Vanessa from the Cosby show. Vanessa did a lot of time. When she was with her friends, go see the wretched. Have oh, big God. fun. Having big fun with the wretched. Oh man. Doing the locomotion. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, people, so I have one, I have one more question for the crew, and then we, we're on our way out. Like I said, I'm in particular. What'd you say, Rich? You sure about this? No, I'm sure about this. This one's gonna be okay. I promise you. This was gonna be okay. Like um, like I said, I had a good week on Clubhouse. I heard, heard a lot of good things, a lot of good questions. And as I'll tell James, I heard a lot of big words. Do you remember the biggest word that you heard on Clubhouse this week? Oh, uh, shoot. Uh, no. No. I mean, it's only been two days. I guess, well, I guess I mean from last week to this week. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I I, I, I'm still, I, I did a room today. Just yes. en- encouragement for a half hour. Um, just felt the 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 opening to encourage someone who may may need encouragement. We had a young lady come on. Her name um, was Misty from from the UK. Ah, uh, yes, from the UK. Yes, twenty six years old. And there is nothing like a real UK accent. 
Yes. So, yeah. So, so we, we let her talk and, and uh, gave her encouragement. She followed me now. And so maybe you're listening to this, Misty. Um, I'm sure you're expensive as well. Even Misty not left. <laughs> Even with the encouragement. Like, mm-hmm. be encouraged, but you're expensive. Yeah. That's funny. Cut down the cost and you'll live a long way. <laughs> so the question I have for you, because it was a it was a burning question in this room. We were going back and forth about it. I don't want my brothers to burn. That that sounds terrible. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Okay. If you had to choose between these two sitcoms, which one would you go with? Uh-oh. Martin versus the Jamie Foxx show. Martin, and that's not even close. I don't even know how that's a question. Get, make it all, make it a difficult question, George. I got, I got Martin another. I, got, I have a, I, I have a, I have a part two that wasn't discussed, wasn't discussed on Clubhouse, but I'm gonna bring it up in this one. So you're saying it's not even close. It's just Martin. Okay. Uh-huh. That's not saying Jamie Foxx show is not funny, but against right. Martin, no chance. Totally I think, understood. I, I think Mark. I think Martin's show had more of a cultural impact. Um, never before have we allowed a light skinned woman to be that funny. Number <laughs> one. I just um, watched Biggie Smalls on Martin the other day when it was on VH1 for the eight millionth time. Like, yeah, that cultural impact is a huge, a huge piece. It's it's huge, and I don't think because of um, because Jamie Foxx's show was lo- looped into the black group on WB. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it wasn't allowed to be a standout, but its content could hang if we're just dealing with just content. Mm-hmm. It it could hang, but it didn't have the same impact. Because I, I still, to this day, will go back. I think we talked about it on the show before. I know it's going to happen, and I still cry laughing at that Mark Curry episode. Yep. Yeah, I was That driving school? <laughs> yep. you, you, you're jumping the gun, James. You're jumping the gun. That's what I'm, I'm sorry. going back. I'm that's sorry. Okay. But even beyond that, when he did the R. Kelly jump with Big Toe, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But David Allen Greer was on there, you know, and, and he was on both shows. He was funny on both shows. But that the content hangs, but it did not have the impact. But I, but, but, Omar was off. Like Omar wasn't around anymore. Jimmy Fox filled in a nice little gap. I ain't gonna say he took over, but it was it was still some good kind of, like you said, some good content to Excuse me, laugh at. Yeah. And I I think, I also think, looking back on it, it has better replay value in this sense. In the sense of sometimes when we're watching Martin, we're laughing at the nostalgia of everything. You know what I mean? Whereas with Jamie Foxx, there is no nostalgia there, so you're laughing at the content. Like some some of the stuff some of the stuff we laughed at, but Martin, in his day when we were kids, we were teens, early twenties when it was going off, it was funny because of the nostalgia that was around it, and we he really built out that expectancy. Now you look back at it, it's like okay, that was that really wasn't all that funny, 
for some of those things that we used to bellyache about. Whereas with Jamie's, since we had no nostalgia to it, you're just watching it. It's like, man, that was really funny. Why wasn't I watching this before? You know, yeah. I didn't realize how funny that the Angelo version he did was. Boy, bruh. He was digging in his navel? Bruh. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot. This this, this is really hilarious. Employee of the month is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Employee of the month. <laughs> Jingles 2000 joint. Roadcast. Get out <laughs> of the house. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he, he had that show. I, I think it has better replay value. You know. Woo. So, Rich, where you stand on this, man? No, I still, I still say Martin hands down, but like, um, I was waiting for the next question. He okay. Said it was a part two. So, the part two to this, because, I mean, for for both sitcoms, I felt like these two episodes for me. I mean, you could. Everybody has favorites or whatever. My favorite, my favorite episode of Martin is not even one of the most popular episodes. My favorite episode of Martin is it was in the later episodes. It was called Snow White with Aquanetta. If you if you haven't seen that in a while or haven't paid attention to it in a while, please, I pray that you just watch. The Snow White episode of Martin and Try Not to Laugh. To me, there's a lot of great classic episodes of Martin, but to me, that's my favorite of all time. But I'm breaking down two specific episodes from each sitcom. The DMV episode of Martin versus the traffic school episode of the Jamie Foxx show. That's you in the shoes right now? Yeah. Yeah. DMV episode of Martin versus the traffic school episode of of Jamie Foxx. You got Almondy in one where that came from. Yes. Was Angry Man in that one too? Yeah. Yeah. You got Angry Man. No, and no, Angry Man was in the unemployment office. Okay. Okay. Which one was the old lady with the deep voice? Was it was it the DMV one too? Miss Jerry. Miss Jerry was. Miss Jerry was in everything. She was in a lot of. She was in a lot of them. But yeah, he fought with Miss Jerry. So, uh, because Mark Curry had made that DMV episode, the driving episode, like. Hilarious when he ran around and tripped. <laughs> dog, dog. And Jamie had to turn his back. Yes. Laugh. Yes. Like, uh. <laughs> Shoot, he on a flip side to that, though, the Martin DMV episode, when he was starting to sing, You Bring Me Joy, Martin had to turn his back from the camera, too. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, you saw almondy call me like Martin had to turn his face 
Like, both episodes are hilarious. Man. When he right. said I wrote a, he said I, he said I wrote a song about you. <laughs> First off, my name ain't no damn mom. <laughs> Both episodes are funny. No, he. What did he have on? Because I was like, "Yo, you, you are." He had on a jacket and a mad long scarf, like. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way. As I love them both, mm-hmm. I love the one scene with Mark Curry in the class more than anything. But I think the DMV episode of Martin had longer funny moments. Like they had yeah. more than one, it had more than one segment of ridiculously funny moments. Whereas the the Mark Curry part was the highlight of let me, you get what I'm saying? Let me ask y'all this. Do y'all remember the very end of the Martin DMV episode? When he came home and he told Gina that, yeah, we have fun, but I just gotta go to court tomorrow. They had this this little salt thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he said, Tommy, we gotta have this little salt thing, right? Tommy looked at him. Tommy said, "She." <laughs> Tommy, Tommy walked out. Mark said, "It's just a little assault thing." You heard Tommy the whole way. Yeah, damn that. <laughs> oh my gosh. George, why do you say that the, the Nino Brown CD episode versus the DMV episode, um, driving school episode? Nah, that that, I that. Just, you, I don't see no correlation between the two. I'm not saying for no... correlation. I'm just talking about episode, like in terms of because you could have did any any one of the Dragonfly Joneses because he used to make them go out of character with that all the time too. I did both of them because they both had features. They both are kind of concerning the same thing. Driving school, DMV, you know what I'm saying? And they're pretty much, to me, out of the... T- I mean, for for me, they're top three for both, for both shows. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I went that way. I, I just think there's more funny in the DMV, just as, as long... And more people were funny in it, you know. So I will lean towards that. But both of them make me cry. What you got, Corey? I think uh, James said it best with the DM, uh, the driving school had that one specific part, whereas the DMV. Like every time they came back from commercial, you was like still wiping your eyes. Like, yeah. But I really like the Jamie Foxx DMV episodes. As a matter of fact, when I look for Jamie Foxx episodes, like when I try to watch the show back, that's the first one I go to, and then I start the seasons over. So, I'm I'm going to go DMV. Rich, you clean sweeping this? Yeah, clean sweep. 
Queen's Week. But it ain't it ain't like it's a blowout though. It's, right. It's, it's close. It's close. <laughs> These are all ten nine rounds here. Like yeah. If you can, if you can, please go back and watch these these episodes of these shows because these guys, man, they put in some serious work in these episodes, man. That Jamie Foxx singing "I Will Not Exceed the Speed Limit," like Prince, singing like Prince. When he tried to talk to the, he tried to talk to the girl in the seat. <laughs> That's my girl, little man. <laughs> when he got his final grade, yeah. and he was, <laughs> Mark Cooper, Mark Mark Curry was yelling at that old man. Don't stop driving neck. <laughs> like Jamie could Jamie was turned around the whole time because he was laughing. I would never forget you, Sergeant Sleazy. Listen, man. Them yeah. junks was them junks hilarious. Was just hilarious. You can't go wrong. Like I I that's another um <clears throat> we didn't really break it down like that in the, the clubhouse the clubhouse room I was talking about talking to, but I just had to do that because those were just iconic episodes to me. Um, George, right quick, you know what makes me laugh in a sitcom is when like the when the people can't keep it together, like the Dave Chappelle joint with uh, Pete Davidson, and people like you're breaking character because you're laughing. That makes me laugh more than whatever the sketch was. I would have to go back and look at the sketch, but seeing the actual actors not being able to keep it together, that always makes me laugh harder. That's how I feel about rhythm smooth. Every single time. Every single time, you know. I completely agree with you. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I enjoy Saturday Night Live so much. <clears throat> it might not be um it might not be a knockdown drag out hit all the time. But when they do hit and they do start making each other laugh, it tears me up. Bro. Like I love bloopers, yo. Love to I see lo- him. I love I loved it on Martin when um when he showed Gina that Witty Hutton t-shirt. Bruh. And, he, <laughs> and they, <laughs> they, they they had to they had to fight through that one too. <laughs> that that Witty Hutton. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the funniest ones, like because Martin never laughed. What Martin used to do, he used to turn his head. The and Varnell Hill got him. The Varnell Hill. James, I went back and watched the Varnell Hill. Did you know the security guards that were outside the radio station were laughing too? Yeah. If you go back and look. <laughs> that man, that man Varnell Hill said, I cast my reel. <laughs> Martin was done. <laughs> Catfish, Catfish are delicious. Catfish delicious. <laughs> Catfish are delicious. Duh. Man, Martin was finished, bro. Finished. I started I started to come on this podcast by saying, did you miss me? I started to Listen, do that. I wish you <laughs> did, bro. <laughs> hey, yo, James. Do you remember when they had to go get Martin out of jail and they went to go action Nene for the money? Yes. 
wasn't they kept mouthing off? She was like, shut it up. <laughs> yes. And then when she said, I want to I, I want to see her throw it. Yeah. And she said, and she and kicked it. If you watch Gina, Gina is about to lose it. Yo. Lose it. <laughs> is that the one where they made that whole thing right there? He was like, I want to see her throw it. Throw it, throw it over. And then he went and kicked it. <laughs> Throw it away. Get it out of here. And then he threw it up and when he kicked it. Yo, was that the one where he made um he made Pam sing at the wall? Or was that the one with the tickets for the Pistons game? She's like, face the wall. I want the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's the tickets. That's the one for the tickets. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yo, he caught he caught him one time as Dragonfly Jones, too. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. When he said um, he said that. Uh, as you know, I studied under Bruce Lee. He was on the second floor, and I was on the first. <laughs> that is the last joke that will be told here today. <laughs> he didn't wait for nobody to laugh. He just went nope. straight. <laughs> I think that's the same episode. Was that when it was in um, Gina's apartment with the mess? Yes. Yeah. Because when he slipped on that mat, everybody <laughs> in that room, everybody in that room was yes. no good. When Martin slipped on that mat and tried to catch himself, everybody in that room was no good. This is slipping and falling in any circumstance will always be funny. Anywhere. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That thing, Charlie said, this is my obedient servant. Cha change. I was like, he gonna act out all of these karate moves. Dog. Yo, his, his voice. The karate guy's voice used to have me dying. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> Listen, man. They about to cut off my lights. <laughs> he was studying your heart. Yo, it's always the same story. Listen, man, they about to cut off my light. You ain't paying. <laughs> but do you got do you guys remember the Snow White episode I'm talking about? I do not. Oh I'm my sorry. I, I had to go back and get it. Yeah, when he was like, uh, the, the uh, the, when I anti the black, uh, the all the pro black guy in the yes. uh, kitchen, the white guy, <laughs> he took the black spray paint over the, um out to the slopes. I'm about to try, try to spray paint as much of it black as I can. Yeah, that nigga, bro, Cole, Cole's girlfriend. Now, mind you, this was when the, the show kind of fell off. But Cole's girlfriend was so dumb. She hit one of the funniest lines ever in that show. Gina said, how is Pam going to marry somebody she barely knows? Cole's girlfriend said, at a church, Gina. <laughs> duh. <laughs> At a church, Gina. Duh. Okay, so who was who was the old dude from the barbershop that had like the shag? What was his name? Oh gosh. I never knew his name. I never knew his name. He had they the, never he had gave the, his name. He had the tooth. 
And it's, okay, so so he had the fun to me. The funniest line, me and my brother, when we were watching it, we never got through this episode. You remember when they had the uh, the bachelor party at yes. Martin's apartment? Yes. And they were, yeah, and they were waiting. They were waiting for the you know the talent to come in, and he looked out the window, and that fool said, "Here come Cole with the skanks." <laughs> no, right? No, but they didn't say sk- they used to call them stinks. <laughs> yo, that used to yo James, good recall, bro. <laughs> Remember when Gina and um Pam was in the in the um in the house talking about you gotta kill him with some kindness. Kill him yeah. with some kindness, girl. They was dancing. That nigga Martin walked in. Why y'all in here dancing like a bunch of stanks? <laughs> <laughs> but yo, here come Cole with the stakes. <laughs> What was his name? I don't remember. Cause oh. they used to just give like people random names, like Buck White was a name. Yeah. For the <laughs> yo, well, Mark, your wife look good. <laughs> <laughs> yo, man, that line right there, I'm telling you, we we couldn't recover. We were crying for like twelve minutes. Done. <laughs> Done. Hey yo. The- Little dog. His name was Little Dog. Little Dog. dog. Yes. yes. Little Dog. My thank you, Corey. That's clutch. Little Dog. See what Google will do for you? The Google machine, man. Yo, George, you remember when when Martin called um, Gina Batra? (laughs) (laughs) He said, Gina, don't bring no more batras in my house. Wow. Yo, Let me the ask names they used to call each other, yo. It was crazy. Scary J. Blige. Yeah, they used to get each other pretty bad. Let me ask y'all this. Do y'all remember where y'all was when when Martin um and um proposed to Gina? Where was I? No, I don't remember where I was. I think I, I think I missed that episode because of rehearsal and they had to um be told about it, yeah. So Dog. I didn't have I didn't have a sentimental moment with that. That was my freshman year of college. So I'm in Harkness Hall, room 220 at Hampton University, and it's a, a a building of black dudes watching Martin all at the same time. When I tell you, we erupted in disgust when he pulled out the engagement ring, yo. It was so funny. I would never forget it. We all came out of our rooms like, nah, don't do it, Martin. Don't do it. Yeah. It was like one of the greatest moments ever, yo. Hey, Gina was fine for like, you know, like Tisha, Tisha Campbell and Tisha Campbell Martin. Was fine for like five years. How? <laughs> Y'all give her the house party years either? No, she had, no. She wasn't fully formed, and they had her with that old woman hair. Remember? Because her partner was the one that was like, yeah. But she was kind of playing the house party. Shireen, no, baby. Shireen. Shireen was popping. I was now, she was fine in school days, though. Bro. Uh, all right, let, let, me see how, let me see how far y'all Martin knowledge goes. Do y'all remember when they referenced School days in the Martin in Martin. No, 
Does anybody remember Corey? You're you're a Martin, you're a Martin expert. Do you remember when they referenced school days on Martin? Yeah, I remember Martin saying yeah. something about it to them. I'm yeah. trying to remember the exact scene. There was, there, I know there was exactly in, what it was. <clears throat> so it was the um, it was the episode when they were doing the play. Yes, the yes, Romeo yes, and yes, Juliet yes, play, yes. and he was directing. Yeah, so he was directing. So. Somebody was coming over. I think Tommy was coming over or something like that. And then they were like, yo, turn the TV off. We try to learn our lines. Nigga Martin was like, I'm watching school days right now. There's this part where the light skin sister licks Brother Almighty right down the middle of his head. It's mad sexy. <laughs> and then Gina. Now, mind you, the light skin girl was Gina because she was in school days. Yep. Nigga, Gina turned to the TV, turned to the camera, not loud, because Martin said that it was mad sexy. Pam was sitting there talking about, that's nasty. She's so disgusting. That's nasty. If you look at Gina, Gina is sitting there shrugging her shoulders. She said, it's not that nasty. (laughs) It's not (laughs) Yo, you have, there's little things that they did. I need y'all to go back and watch that one too. He says it that she licked the, the top of his head. Pam was like, oh my God, that's disgusting. Gina was like, it's not that nasty. Not that nasty. It was the Romeo and Juliet episode. So whenever you see that one again, you gotta check for that. It's in the like the beginning of the episode. Hey, I was hey, speaking of that scene though, she made me a fan in that movie. <laughs> what I was that always tongue Campbell, yo. Hey. I was always crushing on her. Yo. What that tongue do? <laughs> like man. so, man. Like uh, Martin gave us so much, bro. Yo, you remember when Jerome hit on um Cam at uh, Martin's house? Not at um, not at Martin's house. At um, Gina's house. He was like, I heard you and Big Ass is getting hitched. He said, Why don't me and you do the double ring thing? <laughs> Dunking a chunk. He said, what did he, what did he say? Yes, I'll buy the beads. Yes, I'll buy the right. <laughs> he said, I broke some vows. You want to heal? You want to oh, heal? Gosh. He said, I promise to honor and obey. And hit it, and twice, hit it twice a day. day. <laughs> Even on Sunday. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. by the by the way we're reminiscing is like we're reminiscing solely on Martin. So, <laughs> but I mean, it just tells you that's how what I'm saying. Iconic, like the show was, but I'm I, I'm I'm with James with the fact that watching watching the entire series of Martin is less likely than watching the entire series of Jamie Foxx because. Outside of a couple throwaway episodes that that Jamie had, like there was some, it was a nice little storyline that they kept together, and they like ran through that junk. So it was solid, and it even ended like it. I would say that they ended way better than Martin did. Martin ended bad with the whole Gina not being there and the whole lawsuit and stuff like that. So like, did they try to make a couple out of Martin and Pam? Like that. Yeah, that was weird. 
them not being able to be in the same room. Like, I don't know if y'all peeped that at the end. It was like they never, like the last couple when she did come back, they were never in the scene together, ever. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's part of the restraining order. So. Like, people was, forget there was a restraining order there. Yeah. Like a real life restraining order. A real order. life restraining order. That's why Martin after season three is trash because of that. Mm-hmm. Corey, trust me. Snow White, dog. Find that Martin episode of Snow White and then talk to me. Let me know if I'm bugging. But with your niece, not, with your when, niece? They, when they had the when they had the like force like different things without Gina and all that other stuff. Oh like, yeah, they those, are, do, those are trash. But yeah, those are trash. Those are definitely trash. But that Snow White one stuck out like a mug, bro. They that was a to me that was the last great Martin episode, and it's, it just sticks out as one of my favorites for me, though. So, if you never seen it or never checked it out before, please watch it. Let me know what you think. I I think the world of it. I would love to hear what you guys think. Um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the fellas edition. Of the Hello Beautiful People podcast. That's exactly what I'm titling this. The fellas edition. Um, wishing happy birthday to my little big brother. It is his brother. T- it is his brother. It is his birthday today. The release of this podcast. It is his birthday. So shout out to Vin. Love you, bro. There'll be more of this on Instagram. What song was that? <laughs> Nah, they call him the Vitorganist back in the day. Oh no, they he still uses that name. That's they still probably, do? Yeah, that's what it, that's his IG name. Yo, James, this was the only dude that could play the league. And if you didn't have like a keyboard player or anything, <clears throat> he filled in just fine. And made it, yo, I don't know how he did it, but Spindell is is an absolute animal. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And I mean, like, at some point, sometimes, like when when Vidal don't like something, he'll he will MD out of nowhere too. Yes, sir. He said, "Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. Why don't you? He'll pick he'll pick up his guitar, (laughs) form his fingers, do this." Instead of this, it just makes the most sense. Like, yo, Vidal's a jerk, but he's, <laughs> but he's a beast, like, though. Listen, he's no nonsense, and he just he just he puts it like this: if you're on the if you're on the instrument, he wants you to know the instrument you're playing. That's right. And so, is <laughs> uh, that's it? There's been plenty of times where he's screaming on me, and I'm like, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> But he'll, yeah, he'll, he ain't got no problem with leaving. He will leave. Yeah. He'll unplug on you, Doc. Oh, sure. <laughs> Start wrapping that cord around his forearm. Yeah, I'm out. Man. He'll leave you there. Like, he'll leave you in the valley. But now. Nah, <laughs> so, Vendell, happy birthday to you, bro. If you're listening to this, I'll only have one thing to say. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Happy to birthday, NBA, NBA Smack Talk crew. If you don't know, 
we've made a whole off season of making fun of Kawhi Leonard, and Vindel has been at the front of that. With, with anytime there's an anti Clippers post, my brother is there with the Kawhi. <laughs> It is always him. It's always him, yo. Every single time, yo. Oh my gosh, it's always what it do, baby. What it do, baby. (laughs) It's always him. So happy birthday to you, bro. Um, are all hearts and minds clearly by anything that anything else? I just want to thank God for blocking that Ashanti versus Keisha Cole versus that was about to happen. Wow, we didn't even say nothing about that. Yo, can I ask y'all a question? Is Ashanti that blind? She said, I got COVID. I don't know how I got it. This girl been everywhere. 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 Somebody actually um went to her Instagram and screenshot like her last four or five posts, and they all have like different locations from around the world. And they were like, Really? You don't know how you got it. <laughs> I was like, dang. But it's, uh, it's mean, rescheduled for January, and then the Yay area is getting E40 and too short. Let's go. Coming up soon. Let's go. Listen, and for people who have a problem with that, um, shut up, because um, <laughs> no, I think, I think people forget how influential too short and E40 are to rappers and how much of culture has come from that Bay Area that got adopted and probably bigged up by, by other artists. Mm-hmm. They got it from these dudes. That whole pimping game that introduced in, in the rap game, too, too short was that? What's too like, short? Way before anybody else got up on it. Way before. And then, you know, in the certain lingo that people use, certain swag, they got that from 40. You know, and, and we're still doing it. Didn't he have a book? Didn't he, didn't he have like a book on the bonnets or something like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, he may have never had that signature smash, even though you and that booty was a big one. But, um, <laughs> yeah. and tell, you know, tell me when to go was pretty hard, but he never had like that, that like that big, huge monster smash. But the culture is going to be in there on that one. And yeah, they will. That's going to be yeah, fun. I just got I just got this this bit of news. They they supposed to be doing Kiki Wyatt versus um Kelly Price. What? Why? Oh. <laughs> is is that a children's versus? No. Ain't nobody beating Kiki in the children's versus. Period. Like Oops, she's pregnant again. <laughs> Just like that. Good Lord. Sneeze. She, if WAP was a person. (laughs) We are leaving now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out the latest episode of the Hello Beautiful People podcast. Episode 23. And, um, it's a hell of a benediction, boy. <laughs> for, for myself, 
James. I think Soul for Real got, I think Soul for Real been fell in there. <laughs> Lloyd, TQ, they all in there. Mindless behavior. They the in James there too. Is good cutting up today. Pretty Ricky in there. Tell Talisa, pretty Ricky. No. <laughs> Yo, you trying to kill me? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Air Hall up in there. You just think he's not stopping. What's wrong with him? <laughs> oh. Trey David up in there. Can you feel me? <laughs> oh. oh my god! No, let me tell you something. When you start with so for real, then put TQ in there. Oh, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no end of the show. <laughs> like how all four of y'all look like Patrick Ewing? Like how y'all do that? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Craig Mack, like the Craig Mack children. How how all four of y'all look like Craig Mack? Like oh. all of y'all? Oh. <laughs> all four Yo. of y'all look like Craig Mack at the same time? They had the weirdest <clears throat> harmony I ever heard in life. Bruh, they just did something like a couple weeks ago. Why? I have no clue. I just need to stop following the people I follow on Instagram because I, I was scarred from watching that. I still want to know what Candy Rain means. Does anybody have a a metaphor book? Because I've never dreamt of candy coated raindrops. I don't know what that junk meant, but that was a hit record. Everybody was singing that junk. What does it mean? I don't know, but it gets the people going. That's like blackberry molasses. That song make no sense. Bruh, I'll listen, let me tell you something about that blackberry molasses. I was singing with all my might when that song came out. And it didn't make a lick of sense. None. None. My Valentino was singing his heart out. The song said, you got to keep pushing on. The sun don't rain all the time. The sun never rains. It shines. I I, I think that had to do with um the Dungeon family and the amount of weed smoke that yeah. was in that was in that studio. Like, yo, yeah. this this right here, fire. <laughs> if nothing else don't change, Black Mary Molasses will never ever will change. never change. I think that dude that used to do the, the poems for Outcast wrote that song. Big Rude. The woman, the woman sits down in her stance. <laughs> big Rude. Coming up with a big toe. Looking <laughs> out, especially at the yo, he's like weed. Man, <laughs> <laughs> like rolling up, nah, dog. Chewing this junk. That boy had weed soap. <laughs> oh gosh, stay high. Uh, all right, um, I want to end like the show, but I feel like Go so for real was that group that had the cosmic dissonance between every note they sung. It's like nah, if you hear, I'm gonna be way over here. I don't think the they had that. Sure. I don't think no. they had them discussions, yo. No, it wasn't that deep. Like nobody ever said that you're. you're I think you're singing my note. Like 
Okay, whatever. <laughs> they the same whatever came to mind. Yo, and I mean, like, them notes were so far apart, and I'm sitting over here like, so you gonna leave it? You gonna leave this whole part wide open, tall? <laughs> that that's and when, nobody's gonna fill in that. That's nah. when you gotta, you gotta, you gotta buy this spots on Billboard. Um, oh <laughs> wow! I also feel like as soon as you, if if you're a dude and you give Kiki White a front hug, you just fall right in. Even, yeah, yeah, even fully clothed. Like it's like. <laughs> Something told me not to end the show. I knew he had it, more. It's a sunken place at this point. Like you just like I, I I bet you, like if if she like if she sits down on a very steep chair, <laughs> the arm of Johnny Gill is just hanging out. <laughs> you know, <it's> just like <laughs> y'all get sorry. Johnny Gill up out of there. I'm sorry. Is somebody singing "Let's Get the Mood Right"? Is that what I'm hearing right now? If if, if <laughs> I had a real bad one, I had a real bad one. I ain't gonna say it. It was awful. But uh, yeah. right, we'll get that one after the show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you had the contract for new edition name in there. Look, man. Das effects up in there, like. <laughs> <laughs> OGC up in there, original gun clappers, healthy skeleton, whole yeah. franchise boys, far side, <laughs> D4, <laughs> D4L in there, they laugh and tap it all the way up in there. <laughs> Might as well throw down the funky homo sapien in there. down the funky homo sapien. J. Rude the damage up in there. I was just about to say J. Rude the damage <laughs> Oh, that's that's what, that's what, those are the ugliest niggas I ever seen like, in life. And I <laughs> never, I would never say that about nobody. But them niggas are scared. You got to be good at something when you look like that. <laughs> oh man, Postnus is definitely there. Oh, poor righteous teachers developing there. <laughs> not the poor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then rock that funky joint for real. Rock this funky joint. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. That that little nigga was just bouncing around New York. Just. She got the whole basement from Rap City. That's why they don't freestyle. Freestyling and Kiki. All right, all right. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you so much. If you're looking for day 26, Wait. go around Kiki's. <laughs> oh my God. They're in there battling right now. You might be my co star. <laughs> you want to watch a battle? Go watch Kiki's universe. That's oh my gosh. It's going on right now. Kiki uterus, three old Pat State. It's like that episode of Family Guy when they was in there just shooting each other down. Hey, hey. When they when they when they finally come out, they're gonna change their name to urethra. Oh no! <laughs> nah, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. What a thank you so much. I cannot get this cat smell off my jacket. <laughs> 
hope you enjoyed this episode. We, we hope you see the problem is I'm here for all the foolishness. That's what the problem is. Hey man, take this thing to the cleaners four times, and I cannot. Get this fish smell off my oh jacket. Oh my god. <laughs> you just gonna be sitting there looking at you like mm-hmm. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, just 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 three more groups that are in there, and then we're gonna sign up. Three more groups from the 90s that are in there. Yeah, troop Please. up in there. <laughs> yeah. Jade might be in there. <laughs> Brownstone <laughs> might be in there. Come on, Brownstone. Five yeah, miles stuff. Cut yeah. close might be in there. Got changing yeah. faces. Yell loud enough, you might find Goody Mob too. Oh, oh my gosh. But Goody Mob, okay. But you might find Minnie Large up in there. <laughs> Not I'm so alone. <laughs> oh, my like, You might find. You might find public announcement in there too. <laughs> you pick out All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we thank you again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm here for the fullness, y'all. I wrote yeah, right up in there. Oh my gosh. Literally in those jeans. TGT in the beef. Literally in those. That's why they can't do a versus. They fell in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> ideal is in there. The ideal. Yeah, that got gone. Yeah. <laughs> said, what you want to do? Hey. Oh my gosh. Hey. Rough. Hey. Rough. Next is up in there too. Rough ends is in there. Rough ends in there. Next is up in there. Hey, next is up in there. They got they got too close. Kiki Wyatt, I apologize if we say that all of these people are in your uterus. We don't really mean it at all. This is just for comedy I'm purposes. Seesaw. It's just comedy. <laughs> He's in there too. Talent. Wait a minute. Talent the comedian? He's in is there. Is in there? He's in there. Oh God! Right after Sunset Park, you fell in. Hey man, the whole Uptown Comedy Club in that joint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Cuba by Ice. Hamburgers in that joint. Jamaria in that joint. Adele Y'all know nothing about no Jamaria. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are coming view coming? All right. This is what happens when the ladies are not on. This is Yo, all y'all fault. Jamaria. Veronica, Dominique, Talisa, this is all no your fault. This is all y'all fault. Y'all allowed this to happen. Yo, the no Jamaria. If you're still listening, we thank you so much for oh. indulging us on this journey. Oh. And, um, hopefully, we'll see you next week. Maybe episode, episode 23. If, if we don't fall in, just the fellas, <laughs> just the fellas episode of the Hello if, Beautiful Beautiful podcast. If, if we're in here next week, you know where to find us. 
Right. <laughs> Get some rope. Oh my god. <laughs> and as always, please stay beautiful. We will talk beyond yeah, next You hear week. a lot of people. We just know we're not alone. Hey, DMX up in there. <laughs> Slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. <laughs> oh. <laughs>